Hi, this is Heather Alderman from the Commission on Sport Management Accreditation. I am here to talk with you about today, the COSMA accreditation process. I will go into detail in other podcasts about uh, the other steps involved in the process, but for today, I'm just going to tell you how to join and what happens when you do so. So the first step in this process is to determine which sport management programs are to be included. So this would mean anything that has sport management in the title or a similar and related field, and any program that is at the undergraduate or graduate degree level would also be included. This would also mean that you would include any online programs or hybrid or face-to-face -face traditional programs, and any programs that are located on campuses that you may have internationally or around um, the region or state that you are in. So first you fill out a membership form, which really asks some details about what accrediting entity allows you, the institution that your program is at, to confer degrees legally. So we ask for that information. We ask you to submit your fees for the accreditation membership year. That is $1,800, and I do prorate that when you join um, outside of the traditional year. Um, once you become a member, you can then go through the candidacy status process, which generally involves creating and implementing an outcomes assessment plan. And I will go into detail on another podcast about exactly what those criteria are. When you have been granted candidacy status, you are then able to write a self-study document. The self-study comes from a document that we have called the Accreditation Principles and Self-Study Preparation. Exactly as it sounds, it has a number of questions in the document that help you analyze your program on all eight principles or aspects of, uh, of your program that we are going to be reviewing. Once you have completed a draft of that, uh, I am here, of course, to check it out and to make sure that it is complete and to ask you some questions about it. We would then establish a timeline for you to have a site visit. So the site visit um, involves two people and is, a, is two days long. This may vary if your program is either has multiple locations or is quite complex but that's the general uh, sense of how long that that would be. And then we, you would have your site visit. The site visit team writes a report and you then have the option or opportunity to respond to that report in what we call a rejoinder document. So all of this is happening so that you can be accredited by the board of commissioners, which is the elected body of peers who review all of your materials and make accreditation decisions. So they would look at your site, your self-study, the site visit report, and your rejoinder, and they would make an accreditation decision. They meet twice a year in person to make those decisions, and you would have to have your site visit at least 90 days prior to that and you would be submitting your self-study at least 90 days prior to that. So I wanted to give you a sense there of the time that it might take to go through the process. 
If you are currently uh, d uh, have an outcomes assessment plan or are developing one, then you are already um, a little bit of a step ahead and that might take the process, uh, take, take you a little bit less time in that process. And you work very closely with me in order to make sure that this can happen in a timely fashion. So I'm gonna stop there. That is just a, a basic overview. But the next episode, we'll talk about um, how to develop your outcomes assessment plan.